Family Fun Run Raises Vital Cash for IT Gear at School. Article by Michael Tracy. Balnebrana National School would like to thank its parents' association and all in the local community for their outstanding support for the school. Last term, the parents' group held a fantastic Run as One 5km virtual run. The event was an innovative idea from the committee. Chairperson Martha Watchhorn and Treasurer Olivia Flanagan, with the backing of all the parents and the wider local community, made it a family-friendly, fun way to aid the school. Local entrepreneur and past pupil Paul Byrne from Good Idea helped with branding for the campaign. Good Idea is a creative studio based in Carlo which specialises in branding, video production and website design. Runners One was a virtual walk, run or cycle involving children and families who wore the school colours. Following the run, participants uploaded their photos to the school's Facebook page and made donations on a dedicated GoFundMe page. The event, along with the previous initiatives, raised a staggering €6,335 for the school's IT needs. Coupled with a Department of Education grant, the money has been used to install interactive panels in three classrooms, as well as invested in iPads so that each child will have their own device to work from during digital learning time. Pop-up event will host Info Days on Broadband Rollout. Article by Suzanne Pender. National Broadband Ireland, the NBI, the company delivering the National Broadband Plan, the NBP, on behalf of the government, will host a pop-up information event at Liberty Tree Potato Market Carlo on Friday and Saturday, 17th and 18th of September, from 10am to 4pm each day. These upcoming events aim to give even more people an opportunity to learn about the NBP when high-speed fibre broadband is coming to Carlow and how they can get connected. The NBI team will be on hand to register people for future updates on the rollout in their area. National Broadband Ireland is excited about the opportunity to engage directly with the people of Carlow and give them information about when high-speed broadband will be available, let them know how they can connect to the NBI network and how they can register for progress updates specific to their air code, said Peter Hendrick, CEO of National Broadband Ireland. NBI currently has construction underway to bring fibre to 3,544 premises in townslands in the Carlow Intervention Area, which includes Fenna, Glenog, Kilnock, Clonine, Johnstown, Moanmore and Lacken, among others, all of which are already eligible to order services on the new high-speed fibre broadband network. Once these premises are available to order, these customers can choose their broadband services from a retail service provider, RSP, of their choice. This is expected to bring significant benefits directly to consumers and businesses where competition between RSPs will ensure quality bundled packages offer choice around voice, broadband, TV and mobile at competitive prices. In advance of the fibre to the home rollout, the NBP provides for the delivery of broadband connection points nationwide. These facilities, which include sports clubs, community centres and tourist sites, will provide free public access to high-speed internet in the rollout area. 
There are eight broadband connection points in Carlow, six of which have already been connected, including Altamont Gardens, Ducats Grove, Newtown Community Centre and Rahanna Community Hall. In total, there are 8,158 premises in the intervention area in County Carlow, which includes homes, farms, commercial businesses and schools. This equates to 29% of all premises in the county. Under the National Broadband Plan, Carlow will see an investment of €32 million in the new high-speed fibre network. NBI is encouraging people to check for air code specific updates at www.nbi.ie forward slash eoi forward slash dot. Carlo to get €194,000 for outdoor dining. Article by Michael Tracy. Almost €200,000 has been allocated for outdoor dining in County Carlo. A total of €194,357 was allocated under Falsha Ireland's Outdoor Enhancement Scheme to develop streets and public spaces to facilitate year-round weatherproofed outdoor dining. €61,000 was provided for Main Street Burris and €133,357 was awarded to Tullow Street Carlow. Across the border, €649,000 was allocated to the market yard in Kilkenny City. Carlo Kilkenny TD John Paul Phelan said the aim of the scheme was to support tourism and hospitality jobs and help businesses develop new ways of catering for domestic and international tourists outdoors. Access to outdoor dining facilities will continue to be a key part of industry recovery as we look forward to 2022 and beyond. This scheme further strengthens the government's deep commitment to develop tourism and necessary infrastructure nationwide, he said. Deputy Phelan concluded by encouraging individual hospitality businesses to apply for part one of the scheme, outdoor seating and accessories, which provides grants of up to €4,000 for seating, tables and outdoor accessories. The closing date for receipt of applications is Thursday, the 30th of September. Godfrey's Gospel According to Michael Godfrey Think-ins are a complete waste of time. What is it about our politicians? As soon as they're elected, they seem to leave common sense at the door of Dáil Éireann. You don't need to be a rocket scientist to figure out what the people of this country want. Affordable housing, either for themselves or their children, good health care, a livable pension for the elderly and job opportunities. I'm sure there are other things that would appear high on the agenda, but those points are enough for anyone to get started. But not our crew. They want to hold think-ins to set the agenda. For the next few days, we will get a bellyful of what they have agreed, and even that in itself amazes me. Last week, we had Carlo Kilkenny TD John McGuinness leading the charge as to why Foreign Affairs Minister Simon Coveney needed to be sanctioned because of the Sabone controversy. As my late mother would say, all he was doing was stirring the pot, irrespective of whatever he uttered. The experienced politician knows only too well that sanctioning the minister could lead to the breakup of the coalition, and Micheál Martin certainly does not want that. 
with Sinn Féin calling for a vote of no confidence in the minister, that only left the Fianna Fáil leader with one option, and that was to impose the party whip. In other words, all in Fianna Fáil were instructed to vote in support of Minister Coveney. Naturally, the FF diehards who believe they shouldn't be in government with Fine Gael in the first place will object, or at least voice dissent, even if they end up supporting Minister Coveney and hence the Fianna Fáil-led government. But raising the issue will further erode Micheál Martin's position as party leader. For weeks, our politicians have been consumed with the Zapone affair. But does that solve any of the issues I have raised? No, it doesn't. Come election time, and that's not too far away, we will hear about all of the good things the coalition did right, while Sinn Féin, Labour and all of the other smaller parties will tell us about everything that should have happened but didn't. Yet all the while we know that months on end were wasted talking about nothing and arguing about less, when there was more than enough to be getting on with. I once worked with a former political adviser who, in his previous job, said he was continually astounded by the level of stupidity and ineptitude of those around him. It was as though they lived in a bubble and didn't really know what was happening outside of their political circle. How true is that? Of late, all we hear is all that the government is doing wrong. If you were to pay attention to all of the sound bites, you would think this country is falling apart with little or nothing going for it. Sure, there are major issues to be tackled, and unfortunately it doesn't appear that these are being handled correctly. But as a friend of mine once said, if you're apologising all the time for something you did or did not do, you've already lost the argument. Despite the best efforts of so-called experts, we have a major housing crisis in this country. We are told the problem is simple, lack of supply. Solution? build more houses. We all know from bitter experience that a housing boom only leads to an eventual bust. We know too that affordability is the key, but sadly that has gone out the door. 20 or 30 years ago, a young couple normally assessed the affordability of a mortgage on one income. Now it is two. The norm back then was for a 20-year period. Now, because of the high cost, it is 30 to 35 years. Health, education and jobs, while high on our priority list, do not generate the same heated debate as housing. Ask any young person what ticks them off the most, and they will all tell you it's having to pay €1,000 or more each month just to share a house with others. Most have practically given up on any hope of ever owning their own place, and even those that do wonder if they will ever be able to have a social life along with a mortgage. So why the need for think-ins when the dogs in the street know what the general public want? All we'll get are more sound bites and more idle promises and, come election time, those in government will look in bewilderment at one another and wonder how they got it so wrong, when all they really had to do was ask the rest of us.